Here I was throughout my entire lifetime as a child constipated. Later on in life, I was suffering from like an irritable bowel where I'd have diarrhea and then switch back and forth to constipation. And I remember, you know, my first thoughts in terms of my mother and my family and my mother having the same types of problems, right? So, you know, and after visit after visit to certain doctors, you know, no one had any solutions for me. So I just took it onto myself and decided, you know what, I'm going to find the solution. I went back to naturopathic school, decided to like really delve into how to make the gut better and realized along the way that the most important sign that we have of our health is how we're going to the bathroom and it's our poop. Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Today, I am joined by a fellow high-energy Latina doctor named Dr. Marisol. Now, Dr. Marisol is a gut specialist, and she is going to be breaking it down on what your gut is telling you and how to fix it. And I do believe that each and every one could use a little bit more understanding what our gut is telling us. Now, I have been blessed to bring on some epic gut experts in the past year, such as Summer Bach, Dr. Pedram Shojai, and Evan Brand, and today will be no different. Dr. Marisol loves educating on how to really cleanse the gut and achieve proper bowel movements. That's right, she is an expert on this topic as well, and she and I have gone through much conversations and in-depth on this topic, and we're probably going to be touching upon it today as well. Now, for the past 15 years, she has dedicated her life to this area of focus and has helped thousands of patients heal their gut naturally. I mean, how amazing is that? Plus, she has incredible energy, like I mentioned earlier, and she's a pure joy to be around. But before we get into this much needed and very candid conversation on healing our microbiome, I have got some amazing news that I have been dying to share with you. As you know, my newest book, book number seven, released a little over two weeks ago, and what an amazing two weeks it has been. Something absolutely incredible has happened, and let me tell you, I'm still a little bit shocked. Now, as you may know, I am currently on my Pacific Northwest book tour and heading home shortly. Now, it has been an amazing six-city book tour over the last week or so, and I have met and hugged hundreds of incredible women and have had such an amazing opportunity to connect with them, hear their story. And if I have gotten a chance to meet you, well, I am so grateful. My heart is bursting with so much love and gratitude. I can barely contain myself. Now, I want to talk a little bit about when I began to share this book with the world last fall because I honestly had no idea how life-changing it would be for so many people. Every day, my inbox and Instagram DMs and Facebook messages are filled with women who are saying the book is changing their life. Now, here are just two of the 200 plus reviews on Amazon as we speak. The first review I want to read Again, I don't know exactly who the Amazon reviewers are, but I did want to share a little bit about what they are gleaming from the book. Here we go. I am a woman in my 60s who wants to age naturally and gracefully. I am pleased to say that I have avoided synthetic methods of managing and and changes to my body. However, 
Until I read Dr. Snyder's book, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution, I did not realize how many other physical and emotional challenges I still have rooted in my hormonal imbalance. And some of these are caused by environmental influences I cannot control. I realized I was tolerating or minimizing discomforts when natural options for correcting them are available. Dr. Snyder's book is a guide to operations for taking control of our health. She explains in very simple and accessible terms how to use natural solutions, including the power of essential oils to maximize our health and well-being. I highly recommend this book for women, young and more mature, as well as for men as they face hormone issues too. Nice little shout out to the fellas, right? Now the second review, a little bit shorter, but I still think it's very poignant and powerful. My book arrived last night and I can't put it down. Written by someone who has experienced fatigue, overdrive, stress, and hormonal imbalance, her book is an easy read, complete with self-help tips that are manageable. The Essential Oils Hormone Solution provides answers to questions women have struggled with for ages. Every woman should have this for themselves, for their daughters, and their mother. Those are just two. And one of the things that I've noticed in the Amazon reviews, because by the way, I read every single one. If you decide to write a review on Amazon for me, I promise that I am going to take the time to read it. I feel very strongly about reading your review because you've chosen to take in the time to write one for me. Now, Amazon reviews mean everything to an author and they help to continue to get the book out in a big way. So if you're loving the book and want to leave a review, I have the Amazon link in the show notes and it is very easy to find on Amazon as well. You just got to type the name of the book in, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution, or you can look me up by my name. Now, it's been so fun to read these reviews and one of the things that I've seen so often in them is that women have had a hard time putting the book down. They have loved reading every page. They're going back to read some more. And there was a second when I thought, because you should know, I am such a reader. I love love reading books. I've been a little reader since I was such a young girl. You know, this last year in 2018, I read 75 books. I average a book a week, if not more. And, you know, when I was reading these reviews, it sounded as though I had written a novel or some type of literature book. And that just makes me so happy because that means that I'm connecting on a deeper level. This is so much more than a reference book. Okay. So back to the epic news, because I promise I would get to that. Now, the book released on February 12th, and I was all kinds of nervous. I wanted so bad for this book, this last 10 years in the making, to be everything that you hoped it would be. And that week was an absolute whirlwind that it came out. It ranked as high as number 15 on Amazon, and it hit every list a book can hit besides the New York Times. It hit the number one best-selling health book in the nation. The Essential Oils Hormone Solution hit the Wall Street Journal in its top 10 book category in the nation. It was right up there with Michelle Obama, Rachel Hollis, Joanne Gaines. I mean, name it, the biggest people out there. It hit the top 10 on Publishers Weekly. It hit number one on USA Today which is a definitive list for most books sold. And it was the third best-selling book of the week when it hit the shelves. So I just want to say thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for grabbing a copy and sharing it with someone that you love. Thank you for posting about the book on social media. And thank you if you've taken the time to write an Amazon review. 
all of those things matter. This is how we create a revolution. This is how we change women's health care. And that's exactly what I wanted. This book is about a revolution in women's health and revolutions start by word of mouth. And you are spreading that word far and wide. And I can't tell you what that means to me. Now, I want to quickly share my hope and intention for this book really quickly before we get into this episode. Number one, I hope that this book gives you empowerment. If I could stamp just one word on the cover, it would be empowerment because when we know better, we do better. I want you to also have clarity about your hormones and reliable solutions at your fingertips that bring you true healing. Second, if this book is serving you, if the information is helping you on your healing journey, I want you to share it with someone else that you love that is struggling with her hormones as well. It could be a blend or a recipe or a self-care ritual, or it may just be the entire book. Whatever it is, I would love for you to continue to spread the word because each of us deserves to understand our bodies and make educated choices based on that information. We deserve for our symptoms to be validated. We deserve a healthcare plan that is addressing our entire body, not just one symptom. We deserve a healing journey filled with joy and happiness and not wrought with tons of pain. Now, as a small token of my appreciation, as you know, I've got some epic bonus goodies and all you got to do is go get the book wherever you want, local bookstores, Amazon, book retailers, whatever feels good to you. And then head on over to drmarisa.com slash hormone book. Super easy to find. It's in my profile on Instagram at drmarisa. It's on my website. It is everywhere. And then we will send you your epic bonus goodies instantly via email. All right. So now that I've shared a little bit about the epic book wins, like I can't tell you, my publisher, I mean, we all screamed together because they haven't had an author in this long, literally hit the trifecta of lists. So I just want to say, oh, thank you so much. Now let's jump into this fun conversation with Dr. Marisol. Now, Dr. Marisol is a naturopath and a world leader in natural medicine. She is an expert with a passion for cleansing the gut and gut health. Now, she has a practice in Canada. It's called Sansa Health Practice, and she is spearheaded. Pure Sansa is a line of pure and illuminating health supplements, tools, and teas attributed to your health. And she has got some incredible, incredible information on her website when you want to go and look into gut health. So let's get this party started with Dr. Marisol. Welcome to the Essentially You podcast, Dr. Marisol. I am so happy to have you here today. Thank you so much, Dr. Maritza. I'm excited to share all the goodies today with you and all your people. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm, I know they're going to love it too. <laughs> and I know that this is a topic that so many people are very concerned about and you are just a fabulous expert on. And really what we're going to be diving into is kind of those gut feelings and what your gut is telling you and how to actually go in and fix it. And so what I want to first start with is I know that you're this amazing gut expert, but I want to know, how is it that you found yourself in this field? Well, really simply, it was because of life experience, right? Yes. So here I was throughout my entire lifetime as a child, constipated, 
later on in life, I was suffering from like an irritable bowel where I'd have diarrhea and then switch back and forth to constipation. And I remember, you know, my first thoughts in terms of my mother and my family and my mother having the same types of problems, right? So, you know, and after visit after visit to certain doctors, you know, no one had any solutions for me. So I just took it onto myself and decided, you know what, I'm going to find the solution. I went back to naturopathic school, decided to like really delve into how to make the gut better and realized along the way that the most important important sign that we have of our health is how we're going to the bathroom and it's our poop and it's what no one likes to talk about and I grew up in a family where you know the dinner conversation was you know how many times did you poo today and oh come check out my poo and you know it was such an important part of life but for some reason most of us get really scared about talking about this important measure of health. Hmm. Let's dive on into that a little bit. And so it was family conversation, but also you had noticed that lots of family had struggled with it as well. And so pretty much in your pursuit of wanting to fix what was going on with you, realize that a lot of other patients that you were probably working with were having some of the same symptoms. And what are some of the symptoms that you see like in in patients in your office? Because my thought is that you probably have a lot of patients coming to you for this very same thing. So what are the signs of that kind of irritated gut? Sure. And it's really interesting, Dr. Marissa, because lots of times they don't actually come for the gut. They come for other things, right? They come because they're tired or they come because their hormones are off, right? Because everyone, that's what everyone's talking about. But then, you know, I'm actually the one who brings up to them that says, hey, you know what? There's something wrong with how you're going to the bathroom. Some of the biggest signs can be, you know, gassiness and bloating, right? So that's a pretty easy one. You know, maybe it's right after you eat or perhaps it's, you know, as the day progresses, you start to feel more bloated, your pants are so tight, you know, you feel like you get a big like line around your waist from where your pants are and your belt. Um, that's one of the big key signs. Other things can be, you know, when you go to the bathroom, like you don't, you're not going regularly. You think it might be normal because it's your normal, but you're not going as often as you should. Most people think that constipation is every two or three days they're constipated, but actually you have to give a certain amount to the throne every day to not be constipated, right? So it's it's little signs like that. And then people don't even realize that there's a lot of signs that are outside even of the GI tract or the gut that are a sign that there's a problem with how you're digesting and how your body's working. So things sometimes like acne or headaches can all be an occurrence or a symptom due to improper gut health. Mm. So really interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I had a friend growing up who from well into, I said from when she was early on, and we had stayed friends for quite some time. We're still friends today, actually. But she had grown up since she was a little girl with constipation. Her entire life, she was dealing with this problem. And I still feel like she's probably still figuring out what to do. Do you oftentimes see things like this also? Oh, yeah. It's just, it's amazing, right? Like, it's hard to figure out what is the true resource and what is going to actually help you, right? Because you're looking at all these, some, somebody says this, you know, eat fermented foods. Other people say, you know, don't eat fermented foods. Some people say eat only these types of foods, right? Like go on a paleo diet. And, but for some people, a paleo diet will make them constipated. So it really is so, it's such an individual problem. And you really need to get, become like the expert in your own health and like almost like be your own doctor and listen to what your body is saying about what what your symptoms are and how you can fix them. And I think that's where I really can help because I first direct people to their poop and how they're pooping and what their poop is telling them. 
Mm. And what what are some? Because I find in my experience working with so many women over the years that a lot of women are dealing with gut issues. And for me, it's always tied back to hormones because of the estrogen dominance. Liver is clogged. I always see that interwoven and interconnected. Are there signs that we should be looking for when our gut is actually healthy? What are some things that we should be noticing? It really revolves around our bowel movements, like how much time we do spend on the throne, as you said, yes, which is the exactly. toilet, you guys. In case you're wondering. (laughs) Just to clarify, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the signs that you're doing really well is that every day you're going to the bathroom, you're not straining. You can actually measure the perfect stool. It's the measurement from your wrist all the way to your elbow, and that is actually the length of your lower descending colon. So it's, you know, the amount of food and fiber and water that you've consumed over the last 24-hour period. So you should be eliminating that out on a daily basis. If you want to do a little test with yourself, you can actually do something called a beat transit test, which is pretty cool. At your evening meal, take, you know, a whole side plate of like beets and eat them. And as you know, when you eat beets, your urine becomes pink and then sometimes your, well, of course, your stools will become that same color. If those beets haven't come out of your body within a 24-hour period, you know you have a sluggish transit time. But if they have come out within a 24-hour period, then you know that your stools are working well and you've got really good bowel management, right? So that's that's one really key sign. Other things are that you don't feel, you know, tired after you eat. You're not gassy. You're not bloated. You know, food really should be our friend and we should eat it. We should absorb it, enjoy it. And then it should process out as quickly within 24 hours as it came in, right? Some people have the opposite problem where it goes out way too fast as opposed to staying within the system. But, you know, neither is good. You really want to have a really healthy transit time. And I love, Dr. Maritza, that you talk about how all your hormone patients that you see, they have that digestion that's off and they also have that stagnant liver. It's such an interesting thing because that estrogen dominance actually is compounded by people who have unhealthy gut bugs. So if they have yeast overgrowth in their gut, that'll actually increase the amount of estrogen within their system. So it's super interesting how, you know, the gut really plays within that hormone problem. Absolutely. Well, it was so funny. When I was in school, we had to do that same test. We didn't do it with beets. We did it with corn. Yeah. And the whole class had to do it and and to track our transit time of how quickly the corn went through. We actually did a contest in class. <laughs> to see who who won. And I mean, some people, probably the transit time was a little bit faster than it was supposed to. And then, but it was a really interesting discovery about, you know, how your body worked. And I'm so grateful that you gave us such a great tip because I bet a lot of people are wondering like, well, am I constipated? Is everything working properly? And beets or corn, I think beets, well, not only should you be eating beets anyway, but a great way to at least test to see if everything's working correctly. Okay. So now that we, we understand what an ideal poop is and how much we should be spending on the on the throne on a daily basis. When we're talking about if things aren't working properly, if someone is chronically constipated, which to be honest, we both know that there are millions of people suffering from constipation. But what are some of the implications? Like what is the worst case story that you've seen in your practice where someone has just been so blocked up? Yeah, I mean, I've seen 
everything from, you know, medical emergencies up into people just not being as healthy and vibrant as they should be, right? Because when you're constipated, you're holding much more weight than you need to be. You know, you're having problems letting go. And this also extends to an emotional aspect as well too, right? Because the colon and the gut are very emotionally connected, so you can't let go. But from a medical perspective, you know, stool is your elimination of the toxins and the byproducts that you're processing and trying to get out of your system. So, you know, if you're bottlenecking and not eliminating things, you're just recirculating and reabsorbing all those toxins. And this includes also the hormones, you know, that you're trying to eliminate out those excess estrogens. Now, you don't want that because that'll just really cause your hormone problems to just skyrocket. So, you know, it really is all across the board, the impact of not going to the bathroom regularly, because health is dependent on these two factors. What goes in comes out. You either have too much of something or too little of something. So you need to make sure what's coming in is coming out and it's not staying inside too long. I love it. Now I want to dive into, okay, so we have, let's say we have the standard person with constipation. Let's use my friend, for example, who's been struggling her whole life. And and I know that definitely she gets into a rhythm and things are working well and then she falls off track. And it, right. there seems to be no real rhyme or reason. So one, we know food plays a major role. I want to talk a little bit about the foods that we should make sure that we have. But are there ways to get things moving if even... If you you have drank all of the date juice, you've drank all the green smoothies, right? And you've had all of the prune juice, you know, yeah. yeah. Like let's say there's someone in an emergency kind of mode. It's been a couple of days. Like I said, they're doing the, they're doing all the things. What would you recommend? Are there instances that you find that no matter what somebody is doing, it looks like from the outside in that they're doing all the good work. What can they be doing in their home to change it? And is that possible or is there something else going on there? Is is there a microbiome imbalance? You know, is there as do we really need to dig a little bit deeper? Than that? Yeah. Does that yeah. all make sense? That was like multiple questions. No, absolutely. I mean, number one, if, if it's been too long, I mean, you need to go see your healthcare provider. And that's usually a constipation that is, you know, past five to six days, and it's not your normal occurrence, right? So that I would, I would definitely be going to see a, a medical doctor because you yourself will not be feeling very well. Outside of that, or whoever your healthcare practitioner is, outside of that, the, the kind of the practices that you want to be having at home and doing them regularly are practices that help with regulation of your bowels. My number one all-time favorite is something called a castor oil pack. Now, this is an, an eclectic pack. It was a treatment that was first popularized in the early 1900s. And it was used to relax the body and to help with liver flow and help with movement of the colon. What's really interesting about these packs is that they're placed over the liver with an oil called castor oil, which is a very unique vegetable oil. But it's a vegetable oil, which is an anti-inflammatory. And it actually works to create contraction within the intestine. So the shape of this very interesting vegetable oil is the same shape as the molecular messengers within the body that stimulates contraction of our intestine. So we can put that on topically onto our liver and our abdomen. And as a regular practice, I usually say, you know, people should be doing them at least three to five times per week, even better nightly. It relaxes the body and then it helps to create the contraction that will get your bowels moving. So this is my number one first thing, you know, about 99.9% .9 of my patients are doing castor oil packs regularly just for overall health because it's not only going to help you poop better, but it's going to help you be relaxed, improve your parasympathetic tone, which is the relaxed state of the body, which is something that everybody needs to improve. So that's number one. 
these amazing health-promoting castor oil packs. Number two, I really like my second go-to, which is magnesium. You know, for women, Maritza, as you well know, magnesium is one of the largest deficiencies that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, over 315 enzymes in the in the human body are regulated and work through magnesium. Right. They and, cannot function without it. They don't work. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially those those ever important hormone enzymes, right? The detoxification of hormones, the elimination of those extra hormones. So we really need that magnesium. And if your level of magnesium is low, you will tend to be more anxious, more stressed out. You'll have more problems letting go, right? You'll have toxins building up in your system. So you can do something called a magnesium flush, which is where you start to take magnesium and you start increasing the dose every day until you have loose bowel movements. Once you find that sweet spot, we call it, where you have loose bowel movements, you back down the dose by at least one capsule. And then that's kind of your regular daily dosage that you require of magnesium to keep your hormones flowing well, to keep a lot of things within your system working great. Mm, Okay, so great. Any specific magnesium that we should be recommending? I know there's all different types of magnesium. I know I've used magnesium citrate specifically to keep things regular. Do you have a preference? Yeah. So you've heard me throughout this interview talk about how the gut is really related to the nervous system and Mm -hmm. letting go and relaxing, right? So because of that, because I really want to encourage the gut to relax, because that is number one part of the reason why people aren't going to the bathroom. We are so stressed in our society that we're go, 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 that you want to use a magnesium that has the the most tolerable and the softest on the gut and the one that is also going to target the nervous system a little bit stronger. So I'm a real big fan. I like magnesium citrate, but I find my sometimes my patients get a little bit more gassy with that. But magnesium glycinate, which is a form that is magnesium combined with glycine, which number one, helps the liver detoxify and also has a neurological a relaxing effect on the brain. That combination of magnesium glycinate really can get the bowels moving well and can really improve how you're feeling in terms of relaxed versus stress. And so that can become a long-term treatment or solution to really help with getting those bowels moving regularly and helping with hormone detox as well and helping just with your overall outlook in life. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate that. I had not thought to recommend that, so that is perfect. Now, you did touch upon something that I wanted to go back on, which is that stress-gut connection and really the gut-mind-brain connection, and I wanted to spend some time on that. This is an area of of vast interest to me, but it's also one of your expertise. So tell us a little bit about the repercussions of stress on the digestive system, and then what exactly, what is this brain-gut connection that we keep hearing so much about? Absolutely. So the thing is this, we live in a fast-paced society and you know, we're not we're not back in the caveman era where our biggest problem was when are we going to get our food, right? When are we going to go out to hunt? You know, we lived in caves. We had periods of time where we would be stressed and then we would relax and then we would be stressed and we would relax. And that's a normal flow of life. In our society today, you know, all of us are running to work, running to take our kids to, you know, hockey or or soccer or baseball, you know, dance classes and then you you know, we're running home to make dinner and running home and trying to get the kids in bed and showered and bathed and, you know, everything is run, 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 run. And we've lost our ability to have what's called good parasympathetic tone, which is the relaxed state. I like to think of the parasympathetic tone as the rest and digest phase. 
So if we've lost that ability to have that tone and to be able to relax, it's hard for us to go to the bathroom. So what we need to do is in, implement practices where we can improve no different than an Olympic athlete will improve, you know, their sport. If we have practices that help to improve our parasympathetic tone and we can relax our state, we can really help our bowels to work better because our bowels, our gut works in the relaxed state. That's it's that's where it has, you know, its moment of glory, its shining, shine time is when we're in the relaxed state. So that's how interconnected the gut is with the brain. In fact, if you are very depressed and sad, that will slow down your transit time and make you more constipated. A common condition is people who have constipation tend to have a little bit more of a tendency to be depressed. And then the other side is true. If you tend to have a little bit more anxiety, you tend to have a little bit more looser stools because you can't keep things in. So, you know, everything is so interconnected. And Dr. Maritza, it goes deeper than this because the gut has more neurotransmitters, you know, like serotonin, dopamine, GABA, than even the brain has, you know, and I'm sure our listeners have all heard about serotonin, dopamine, you know, for depression and anxiety and, you know, how people are, are getting treated with these things. But if our gut contains more of that than the brain, I mean, you know, there's a, a super interconnection. It just needs to be addressed and looked at that we can't we are not an island and our gut requires good brain function in order for it to function properly and good stress management absolutely agreed and i know that stress management in particular can really help with the again with our bowel movements as well play such a big role what i would love before we go into some other questions real quick that i have is there a story that you can tell us of a patient that you've taken care of recently where working with their gut has really helped with their emotional and mental well-being or even with their stress levels or vice versa absolutely so I've had an, an excellent case of a patient who I've been treating for quite some time, and I've treated a lot of the family members. And, you know, unfortunately, this is a mother of three children, and her th three children have had some supreme health conditions and concerns over the past years. So you can imagine the level of stress on a mother that would be, right? So, you know, over the years, you know, you're trying to manage a family, a household, brilliant children. However, you know, things are slipping through the cracks for the children because of their health and they've been just mismanaged over time. You know, so she's brought all her children to the practice. They've all been doing incredibly well, but there's a point where the mom now, she's been so busy caring for the kids that she has forgotten to care about herself. So what ended up happening was that her her entire colon started being unable to let go. And we actually saw this on in terms of x-rays, and we could see the mass amount of stools that were stuck within her system. So, you know, we needed to address, first of all, her levels of stress were too high. So we needed to have her start doing practices like castor oil packs, taking magnesium to really start getting those bowel movements, you know, so that she wouldn't be just backing up all the time. And then we actually needed to take her a little step further and put her onto a proper cleanse so that she would actually, you know, be eating the right foods for her. She would identify what her food sensitivities are. She would, you know, be drinking sufficient waters and teas to really get her the flow back into her life. And fortunately, she's been very successful at doing this. And I like to emphasize this, that it wasn't overnight. You know, we're so used to in our society to have, you know, overnight success on so many different things. However, overnight success happens over a journey. So it's a, it, you need to keep on practicing. You practice, practice, practice. You might not be perfect, but you keep on practicing and that'll create progress in your health. So that's the bottom line is that all those aspects are getting her to a great space. 
And now our final transition is to teach her meditation practices and practices that she can continue so that when, mind my language here, but when shit hits the fan, you know, she can manage it and she can, you know, take her meditation and escape for a bit internally, rebalance, reset, and then go from there and deal with it with a good clear head. So it's, it's incredible what you can see the results in practice. It's just, it's phenomenal. That is sweet. I love that story. Thank you so much. Because I wanted to get a sense of what gut improvement, not only just kind of feeling better, you having a little bit more energy, but really how we can see those, those improvements in the brain as well, that they are so and just connected in that way. Now, you've talked a little bit about the castor oil packs and the magnesium supplements, but what other tools can we really begin to use to help that gut health? And really, I want to even dive into not only those tools, but how frequently should we get these going? Like, I would love for you to touch back on the castor oil packs. How often are your patients using those? A couple times a week, three times a week? Clearly with the magnesium supplement, we're talking about daily. It becomes a part of that daily supplement routine. But yeah, so what are those tools and then how frequently should we really be on top of it? Because clearly our digestive system does not take a break. It, it's uh, it's 24-7. It's, it's constantly, if we're eating, it's working. Yeah. So I wanted to know what do we need to be doing as well to, to mind that? Absolutely. So number one, you know, I'm really, of course, I'm, as I said, big fan of the castor oil packs. I love for patients that they can make a regular practice of this and just put it on their liver, you know, every single night, whether they're watching TV or when, while they're making dinner, you know, they don't have to lie down. They just need to put it on their liver to get some full effect. And it just reduces inflammation on your gut, on your liver. You know, we're exposed to so many toxins on a regular basis and it just gets them set to be relaxed before say they have dinner or have a period of relaxation before they go to bed. So it'll improve their sleep. Number two is working on your sleep because when you're relaxed and improving your relaxation tone is done a big majority of the time through improving your sleep patterns. So castor oil packs done before bed, taking your magnesium before bed, all these things will help to improve how you're sleeping and that will do a great thing to help your, you with your relaxation and how you're going to the bathroom. So that those are practices that need to be done daily. If people can, or hopefully they can, adopting an exercise type practice, whether it's yoga, you know, if they have a lot of stress or whether they like to go out for a run outside, whatever it may be, just to move because with movement, you can get the bowels moving as well too. So just doing something, I don't, I don't even need it to be for an hour a day. You know, I would like to say, you know, less is more. So if you're worried about exercising because you don't have the time, just, you know, throw on your running shoes, do 10 minutes, but do 10 minutes every single day. Make that your practice. Just try to build up a little bit of a sweat and get your body flowing and then you're, you're good to go. Other really important key supplements that people really should be doing if they're having any gut problems, number one, you can't live without a probiotic, right? So you need to to get onto a really good probiotic because the gut bugs are are causing a problem with how your body's going to the bathroom, right? So you need to make sure that you get on a really good high-quality probiotic. Number two, if you're always feeling very gassy, bloated after meals, starting a great digestive enzyme just to help you and facilitate the way that you're digesting your food so that your body can function better. And then two key supplements that people really don't know about that really help to heal up the gut lining and will help you to get more maximization out of your probiotic that you're taking is zinc and vitamin B12. 
those two nutrients heal up the gut lining and they're very, very important to actually help with you having a good level of stomach acid, which starts a whole digestive process and helps to make sure that you don't get bad gut bugs within your gut. So those are kind of my, my staples and practice where I really like to emphasize those supplements and those health practices to get people get it, minding their gut. And it goes, of course, Dr. Maritza, without saying, I know you'd agree with me with this too, is of course you must be drinking a lot of water, tea practice, good, good diet, and try to stay away from too much coffee, right? Because as much as we love our coffee, coffee is stressful on the gut because the caffeine within coffee is very high and it can stimulate a stress hormone called cortisol and that will help to clench up your intestine and and stop you from letting go so you got to be careful with doing too too much coffee mm. i i hear that and i agree with you 100% there well these are these are some great tools and what i love about them is they are so actionable like we can get to work and begin really taking care of our gut very quickly now the last question i wanted to ask you is and this is a question that i love to ask my practitioners but what is the one thing that you do every day health wise or natural solution that you use that really moves the needle for your health dr marisol yeah I, I'm going to have to say, it's for me, it's castor oil packs. They have been life-changing in my life and in my practice. I, at first, when I heard about them, like many of your audience will, I was not going to go down that road and do that. But it took me to get incredibly sick during naturopathic school to finally have the impetus to actually start to do them. And when I did, it moved so many different things in my life in terms of my outlook, my stress management, my ability to, to heal and get healthy. To this day, you know, in the morning is when I I call it my genius time, which is in the morning when I will do all my dream work, my writing of books, authoring, all those different things. And that is a time when I do my castor oil packs because it centers me and it sets me for my day. And when I do do my meditation, I wear my castor oil pack. So it for me has been the number one game changer throughout the last 15 years to that castor oil packs became a huge part of my life and I haven't stopped doing them. And it's one of the things that I've taught patients day in and day out and I'll never stop teaching them and I'm always reminding them of it because I really at the end of the day there's so many supplements you can take and all those things but it's the practices of your lifestyle that will take you the furthest like the proper diet the proper exercise doing castor oil packs these health practices and these health rituals take you the furthest the supplements they're amazing and they supplement and they support you and they get you better but you need those game changers that are going to move the needle and that's what a castor oil pack is I love it. That's so great. Now, before we go, you have a wonderful little gift for us. Um, could you tell us a little bit about this beautiful gift you had created for us? Yes, absolutely. It's called Gut Feelings. It's a phenomenal ebook. And it truly is a resource of all the information that I've collected over time. And, you know, it goes all into the depth of how to make your gut feel good, right? And it truly is like it's uh, 28 pages, so it is a lot to digest. But I feel it's important for you to have a, a resource about how to get that gut better. And it's basically a mini synopsis of my future book, Oh Shit. So it's really great. If people are really interested in getting their gut healthier and better, they're going to hear about learning about how to best improve their sleep habits or sleep hygiene. They'll get a good resource there for the magnesium flush, a great resource on how to do a good castor oil pack. They'll get a list of all the common and important supplements that they want to be using to, for gut health, as well as a description on how to know 
how to find really great supplements, right? Because not all supplements are created equally. And you'll understand the processes as to why your gut is not working well. So we can make your gut feel good, right? That's the most important actionable thing. So it's a great actionable, easy to read, fun to read. I think people are going to really enjoy it. So I really hope that they download it and take advantage of this great resource because they'll get a ton out of it. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. Well, I absolutely agree. I think this is a great place to get started. And you guys, this is going to be in the show notes, so super easy to grab. Dr. Marisol, honey, thank you so much for sharing your incredible knowledge and really getting to the core of how we can begin to heal and repair our gut naturally, which I think is so important. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Maritza. I'm so thrilled to be here. I just wanted to leave all your audience with one little word of advice. Remember that how you digest your food is how you are digesting your life. It's important to remember that. So we, I want everybody to work at owning their throne. I Thanks love so it. Much. <laughs> Thank you, honey. <laughs> All right, talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Bye. I absolutely love how much fun Dr. Marisol has when she comes on and talks about gut health. I mean, what doctor can do that so well? Now, we have personally been using castor oil packs with essential oils to support our liver and digestive health, and it has made such a big difference in our lives. Now, if you want to learn more about my liver blends and castor oil packs, although Dr. Marisol definitely did a great job talking about those today, go and check out my liver episode, which is episode 50 here on the Essentially You podcast. And I also want to invite you to grab Dr. Marisol's free gift, which is all about gut feelings and how to heal your gut. Really the basis, she kind of digs deeper into what we covered here. So if your gut is something that you want to focus on, you definitely want to plug in and you're going to find the links in the show notes on my on my website or on this in the show notes on my on my website or on this episode which is episode 69 you can go to drmarisa.com slash episode 69 well thank you so much for stopping by and listening in to the essentially you podcast thank you for celebrating the big wins with me today you know you are such an inspiration for this podcast and for my experts and what we do here I just have so much love today for you. And what's coming up next is I am bringing on a fellow expert in perimenopause, Candace Birch. And we're going to be exploring some of the most common symptoms of perimenopause and how to identify them and literally like how to test for them and identify them. So you're definitely going to join us very soon in the next episode as we dig deep into this. Until then, have an incredible week. Bye. Bye.